I've spent a great deal of time today thinking about death and mortality and the finiteness of our existence as we understand it. Not for necessarily any bad reason and not for necessarily any good reasons, but just for very inevitable reasons. Just, I don't know, marking the time on the clock for me personally or Luna or any of the people that I know or the people that I have known. It's kind of taken an inventory of things in a sort of sense. Not in a sense of like years left. More so in the sense of quality of living. And it's weird how we... Our experience during life is such a personal and intimate type of experience. Like it's very felt and it's very individual. And you can be surrounded by an entire planet <coughs> of people. And either never find anybody that experiences life exactly the way you do, uh, which I'm not saying is good or bad, but you know, there's a certain, there's a certain, there's a certain sense of isolation when you don't share enough life points with other people around you, you know, um, at least that's been my experience. But you can be surrounded by all these people and never find anybody that that you feel is having a similar experience to you. You know, you can make these um, social connections, but not always very like solical, I think is the word, connections, like connections on a deep soul level. And yet at the same time, you are very much just one actor in a vast narrative that's going on. And you can live the entirety of your life like that. And in fact, we do. And it's not until we slip further and further into memory or history which is to say for anybody that's alive and listening to this right now that after your passing when everything anybody has of you is their memory of you or what's been documented historically you become you become part of a very much bigger entity or organism, perhaps. It's not the right word, but that sort of thing. You become like 
like a, a word or a letter in a chapter that we've already <clears throat> read. Versus right now, we're all very active and very, very much living out the stories that people will tell about it, tell about us one day. I don't know what put me down that path of contemplation. But I kind of made myself comfortable and shepherded myself through those thoughts with some familiar sort of notions, things that allow me to make sure that it stays in a healthy flow of consciousness and not go somewhere dark. And one of those things is that I think we really have a responsibility to see ourselves as an actor in the lives of the people around us, the people we come in contact with. I mean, it's very easy for us to see ourselves as the main character in our own story. And indeed, that's very much what we are. <coughs> but it's not all that we are. We're also constantly in contact in some form or another with not only the people around us but the entire living world around us we're all interconnected and we're all having an influence however great or small on everything around us when you walk down a trail or when you throw a piece of paper in a trash can or not in the trash can the words that you say the actions that you take it's all creating a story you know it may not be a very big part it may not seem like it's a very big part in the entirety of the world but it's it's very much a major part of a lot of people and things this connection that we have and the influence that our behavior has on the world around us I guess it helps to think of the world in a little bit more local of a sense um, where you go out as far as like groceries or other errands that you might have to run work if there's a, a gym or some sort of social gathering that you're committed to and everything you do from the way you carry yourself to the countenance on your face to the sort of eye contact you make when you respond to someone all those things I mean even just coming down a neighborhood today and I'm like I've got cars on my side there's cars on the other side it's me and a truck we're about to come through that same little narrow chute um, between all those parked cars at the same time and I uh, blatantly and obviously so that it was 
clearly communicated, moved over to the side to make sure that he knew to come through. And then you wave at the person. It's not a big deal. It's courteous. And, and, and I'm sure there's a letter of the law re surrounding that, that action, that maneuver. <coughs> but the whole point is to, in my head at this time, is not to keep traffic flowing or not to let him go first or allow myself to go second. None of that. It's just to hear somebody coming. There's no telling what their day has consisted of. There's no telling what they're about to walk into when they get presumably home. Um, there's no telling how many days they have left. Um, there's no telling what they've gone through for their entire life leading up to this moment. But I can control this moment, and in this moment, I'm going to make this human being feel regarded. And that sort of regard is the thing that I think is the, the most... It's at least one of the things that's most available to us uh, with respect to creating... A, a, a friendlier, safe, safer, more pleasant um, experience for all of the other main characters walking around us, you know. And it works with so many things. I mean, it, you can you can regard your your dog or your cat, you know, and this sort of thing buys you access to a certain type of relationship that you may not have had otherwise. You can care for and nurture a plant or a vegetable that you're growing in such a way that it just has a better experience. You know, even if it's not like the plant that pr produces the best vegetable or whatever, compared to itself, had you not been a good gardener and caretaker of that plant, that plant itself would have produced differently. I'm sure of it. I think the fact that we're all going to one day not be here, I think that fact should play as big a part as it can in maybe not driving our decisions, but at least affecting our decisions. Like even if you have to do a hard thing or even if you have to do something that you know is going to be difficult for the other person. Doing that with a certain heart and a certain dignity and a certain amount of empathy makes it entirely different for that individual on the receiving end. That's not to say that that's always the easy thing to do, and there's certainly, there's there's always a lot of uh, 
thought and emotion and weight of those thoughts and emotions that comes into play whenever we're entering an arena where we're going to have to be the bearer of bad news for another person or we're going to have to make a decision that's going to affect this person or this party or this group of people in a less than favorable way. Allowing it to affect that that part of your character makes a difficult path perhaps a little less difficult to traverse. Offer some comfort, perhaps, and in a constantly and unpredictably um, potentially unsafe world because any manner of things can happen to any of us. I think um, treating others with compassion and dignity and consideration and regard just as a general, general principle of living, I think doing that makes even a dangerous world feel safe. You know, like the gentleman <coughs> that I passed in the car in the neighborhood, like I said, maybe his work environment or wherever he was coming from is, is not a safe place or it's a toxic environment. Maybe he's going home to a, assuming he was going home to a wonderful, loving family with a house full of healthy connections and interpersonal relationships perhaps but who's to say right and and perhaps perhaps that's not the case and perhaps that little passing of one another and showing like regard for the other person was the smoothest part of that day perhaps i don't assume that that's that's actually the case with this individual instance but i just try i try i try earnestly to treat everybody like that or at least to have that engine running in the back you know that that program running in the background at all times so that <clears throat> it's accessible so that hopefully i do contribute to a greater sense a greater overall sense that the world is a can be a safe and predictable place but who's to say but who knows and we don't always get to follow up with the people who we think we're trying to help to see how effective our help was sometimes we just have to do it out of the goodness of who we are as humans not necessarily even as individuals but if an alien species came down to this planet and made contact and asked 
just got a sampling of what humans were like to take that back to their home world and report. It's a general survey, general analysis of the human species and the plants and the animals and the entirety of the world. But how would they describe that species? With the characteristic of kindness and decency. And a pull toward fairness, a drive toward fairness, <coughs> even though life may not be fair and many things are very unfair, do we at least have a conscience about, you know, affecting the amount of fairness in the world whenever we can? And is that something that this alien species would take back to their world and report? And is that even important? And I think it is. And I think I, I, I have the sense, I'm not saying I'm always very good at practice with these senses that I purport to have, but I have the sense that it's of the utmost importance that we live a life that those that we leave behind will be able to celebrate in our absences. I think we're supposed to go for it, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I think we're supposed to go for it. And I think we're supposed to go for it probably more frequently than we think. I think we're supposed to live with boldness and with courage and with a certain level of healthy optimism. Yes, the world can be a cruel place, but we can guard against that. Yes, the world is oftentimes unpredictable. But we can minimize that unpredictability in a way that serves the greater good. Yes. Our lives will come to an end and there will likely be a moment or moments of desperation, perhaps. But we can live our lives on a day-to-day -day basis in such a way that Somehow, through the aggregate of all of the things that we've done and all of the words that we've 
chosen and all of the people that we've touched and influenced. makes it worth whatever comes at the end.